This is a podcast from Rover. The Morning Rumble Catch-Up Podcast. So, Dan, I mean, we're going to be lucky enough to go to New York uh, the whole Morning Rumble next year, March. Um, I'm not sure if you've been there before or been to Madison Square Garden, but is it, I mean, is it a a step up? Is is the hype, the excitement? Can you explain and describe it for us? No, it's a pretty crazy city. It's it's, um, It's very intense. I think Brad Riddell's mum was here. It's like their first time in New York. She sees some bloke um, poo on the sidewalk. <laughs> Another fellow was playing with himself. But, but. I, I was actually in um, I was actually in New York in Madison Square Garden uh, December last year. Yeah. I was like, man, Madison Square Garden. I've always wanted to check it out. Yeah. So I went to Madison Square Garden, and there was a guy. Um, there was a guy shooting uh, shooting up drugs into his arm as I'm there, and I'm just like, this place is wild. So I think for as a Kiwi, you're not used to uh, seeing that sort of madness no. just openly on the street. But everyone was walking past them. The cops drove straight past them, and no one seemed Sad. too crazed by it. So it's a it's a special it's a special place. <laughs> just back to um, Brad Riddell's parents, they saw someone pooing them. Enjoy enjoy your trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will, man. We will. <laughs> Roger's going to fit right in. <laughs> just. Just, just back to poo wherever you want. You can poo wherever you want. If you like heroin, go nuts. So wherever you like, that's fine. Play with yourself on the street. No one seems too bothered by it. Oh my god. So, um, what about like the actual public of New York? You've you've just you've you've obviously just discussed what the CKB boys have been up to. Um, what about the actual people of New York? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was in our hotel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so I put this up right. Everyone's very excited. Um, as Roger said, Madison so Square Garden. Um, I, I've labelled you guys. So there's four UFC fighters. For those who don't know, it's happening this Sunday, New Zealand time. Um, there is Carlos Allberg. There is Brad Riddell. Um, there is this man on the phone, Dan the Hangman Hooker. There's um, Israel, the last style bender, Adesanya. And I labelled you guys the four horsemen. The four horsemen from like biblical days. There's death, famine, war, and conquest. Which of those are you? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to decide which one I want to. I want to uh, go with. I think I'm going to go with. I think famine sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> are you cutting right now? <laughs> yeah. The food looks good, man. You guys, we talked to your nutritionist yeah, a couple yeah, of months yeah. ago, um, and he was great, Chad. But oh, yeah, the right. food you've been, I mean, that I've seen you guys been getting served up looks amazing. Like, if that's losing weight, then I'm keen. No, he's just like a smart guy because, like, a lot of the stuff we lose is just like um, water weight and carbs and stuff. So he just, he just kind of plays on it. Um, he's cooking everything and and butter and he's putting all sorts of oils on stuff and real fatty chicken wings and i just had uh just had some lamb shanks so you just yeah it's like just about doing the right things at the right time now dan you last few fights haven't gone your way you've just said yes to everything and everyone and this time around you've got your team members with you how much confidence does that give you now given what you've been through to get to this point over the last year or so yeah, I guess it's, it's not. Um, yeah, you don't appreciate what you have till it's gone. Until you're um, like comparing 
it's it's pretty much incomparable comparing like these other fights in a pandemic where I feel them like flying over to the other side of the world by myself or, or flying over and, and taking, you know, just one of my training partners who'd never cornered anyone before compared with now where we're here in New York. I've got 30 of my teammates, 30 of my coaches, nutritionists, physio, like it's... Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that that's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to think that those are the kind of kind of circumstances. You know, the the world gets got back to normal like very quickly, and and it's very it's very easy to to forget those kind of things. So I'd say if if anything, it's just man, my my appreciation for the people around me is is just um, yeah. I'll never take I'll never take my coaches and my teammates and these kind of people that get out, get out and support me. Um, yeah, I'll never take them for granted because when it comes down to it, they're absolutely everything. You just can't do it. Can't do it without, um, all of these people. Well, it's funny you say that. I saw a great interview with Eugene, your coach, Eugene Behrman, on, um, with Ariel um, the other day on the MMA Hour. And he said that um, you're all the same, no one's special. Mm. He said that Israel, um, you know, even though he's the champ, he still refers to all of you as just another piece of shit, which um, I thought was so Kiwi. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just uh, the, it's just the, mentality you need to have like yeah. we, we're just um we need to do what we're told yeah um and that you know and that's the position you need to be in you need to just you know he's the general we're the soldiers we need mm. to because when push comes to shove in the fight and he needs something done we need to um you need to be like a soldier you need to you need to blindly trust that that person has your best interests at heart. So it's it's facts. Maybe not the most eloquent way of <laughs> of putting it, but uh, the message the message was well received. Dan, you've said you've been to Madison Square Garden before, but uh, fighting there this coming weekend will this be one of the biggest crowds you've ever fought in front of? I mean, obviously you've fought in front of no one with COVID and stuff. So how's that going to be with what twenty twenty five thousand or more there? Yeah, it's um, it's a pretty incredible. Like, I've I've ticked some pretty crazy spots off the bucket list, like Saitama Super Arena for my, you know a Mark Hunt fight. Yeah, um, I've fought out like sold out arena in my hometown. I've yes. fought um, Marvel Stadium, fifty six thousand oh, people. Yeah, right. But Madison Square Garden, yeah. you know Muhammad Ali's fought there. The yeah. best, the best that have ever put a pair of gloves on have, yeah. have fought at this arena mm, yeah, so to get yeah. the opportunity to kind of breathe that air and share that space and feel those walls is something that I will truly appreciate I saw Justin Timberlake there <laughs> <laughs> man well similarities it's a cool amazing. story I know <laughs> I mean similar yeah. similar man yeah. uh, how are the how are your other three uh, yeah. uh, band members uh, the other three horsemen how are your other three teammates um, how are they going Carlos Brad and Israel how are they looking how are they feeling everyone looks super focused super sharp even more so than what I've seen before it feels like oh like you just was right man he demanded more out of us in this training camp and, and we had to dig real deep and I remember like there was one there was one training set, it was like one of the last training sessions before we left and he he made Israel buy this new treadmill that's just 
a complete piece of shit, if I'm being honest. Goes up to like, <laughs> and he's dragging it out, and we're doing this workout on it, and we, like, and it's it's weird because you've obviously been like more tired before, but more tired from like being unfit, you know. This was a different kind. This was like the fittest you've ever been, and then just getting oh, we were getting put on this treadmill to absolute exhaustion. There was like one stage in our last round where Eugene's just got his hand on my back. And I just shut my eyes. I was just like, oh, well, if I fall off, yeah. I'll fall off. And it was pushing your body to the point where I was getting like a full body cramp. Your legs are gone. Your shoulders are gone. Like everything's just like locking up. But just he's holding me on the treadmill. He still doesn't let you have a rest or get off. And so it was, that's a level that I've never um, trained to, of being the fittest you've ever been and pushing your body to the absolute human limit. That was a, a very cool experience. Ironically, wow. if, if me and Mel's trained each other like that, I would end up doing a poop on the on the side of the treadmill. Oh, I'm, come, not, I'm not playing with myself. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. And, and I fell off a treadmill. Oh, almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <fuck>. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, oh man, you you know that uh, I've, you've answered every question in every interview you've done. So I'm not going to ask you the same questions that you've already been answered, but. Just know, once again, Dan the Hangman Hooker, that um, so many Rumble listeners love you. You're a fighter's fighter. You know that. Um, we're absolutely right behind you and the whole team. You as captain of all the CKB boys, the four horsemen. Can't wait for Sunday Arvo, bro. Um, give it hell. Mm. Waste someone. Um, do And go well, bro. We're right in behind you. Absolutely. Punch him in the face heaps. That <laughs> was you do. I'll punch him in the face heaps. That's mm-hmm. great advice. And oh, also, thank you very much, Ed. I, I appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate all the support. That's awesome, man. We love you. Um, yeah, all the best, like Bryce said. And also, man, just keep your left up. I tell everyone who comes in here, talks oh, yeah. to us, all yeah. our fighters, yeah. Junior, well. Joseph, Israel, you keep yeah, your left yeah, up. Yeah. All right. Left up, left up. Tell well, you, Gina, that. I said that. Well, that. <laughs> well, can I, can I just, just lastly, Miles, yeah. the guy he's fighting yeah. um, loves a knee lock. Have you got mm. any advice for Dan Hooker to um, get out of the <laughs> way the of, the, of the knee bar? Yeah, yeah. knee yeah, bar defense. I do, yeah. I do. Don't get into one. Cheers for your time, man. Have a great one. <laughs> oh, man. Mad. Mad. <laughs> don't poo yourself. Don't, yeah. get, don't get knee barred. Don't poo yourself. Actually, actually, play with yourself. Yeah. If you get yeah, a knee bar, start no knee pl- If you're in a knee bar, start. Start having a mastic. Yeah, play with yourself. I don't know if that's against the rules. I'm actually, yeah. I might have to double ask, check that. Ask Dana. I'll ask. Yeah. I'll ask Herb Dean. I'll ask Herb Dean. Herb Dean's fault. To Herb Dean. Fondle Herb. myself. Herb Dean's fault. He stopped it too to early. Fondle myself mid neither. Hey Herb, can I do this? <laughs> I don't know if he's tapping. <laughs> hey, all the best, man. Love you, bro. Thanks for your Go time, well. man. Go Thank well, Dan. Thanks for the And pass on our love to the rest of the team, bro. You. That was the Morning Rumble Catch-Up Podcast. Catch them weekday mornings from 6.